0: I am Courtney Eck, and I'm Sadie Eck, and we were just practicing our professionalism. But right before we started recording, yes. so I think I, um, I think I hit hit the note. I did it? Yes. Yeah. Very do guys, professional. Do you guys feel um, supported in a corporate manner right now? Do you feel like we're investigative journalists? <laughs> do you feel like we are going to offer you a substantial benefits package? Ooh, I want one of those had me too who doesn't nobody has that Uh, right that's not a thing but we're not here Mm -hmm. to negotiate your benefits package or your golden parachutes although you all deserve them all of them yes we are here to talk about murder and it's sadie's night and uh what you got for us tonight tonight is the mysterious death of charles
1: c morgan
0: Anytime someone says mysterious, that means cold case, and that gets me fired up.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like multiple layers of cold cases.
0: So wow, mm-hmm. Ew, it's really. sort of Blair Adamsy. Okay, I mean, you know, I'm along, yeah. I'm down for it, but you know, they really get me
1: riled. Yeah, well, I shouldn't even. I feel like this is way more solved than Blair Adams, so it's not as mysterious. But, anyway, but same sort of vein. Take it. Take us on that journey. On March 22, 1977, 39-year-old Charles Chuck Morgan left for work as usual. He was the head escrow agent at Statewide Escrow in Tucson, Arizona. That day, he dropped his daughters off at school, but failed to return home that night. Chuck's wife, Ruth, called his office and learned he had not made it to work that day, so she called the police and filed a missing persons report, but little was done. He was a grown man and had only been gone a few hours. Uh-huh. Three days would pass when Ruth was awakened at 2 a.m. to strange noises outside the home. When she got up to investigate, she found Chuck outside. What? R- Ruth recalls quote, I was in bed and the dog started barking. I got up, went to the door, and opened it, and there was Chuck. He was missing a shoe and had one plastic handcuff around an ankle and a set around his hands. I did not see this coming. I know. When he motioned to his throat and didn't say a word, I asked him, quote, can you talk? Can you write? He shook his head yes, so I went and got a tablet and a pen. He wrote that his throat had been painted with a hallucinogenic drug. <gasps> and that the drug could drive him irrevocably insane or destroy his nervous system and kill him. Excuse me, what, Chuck? Uh What? I wanted to call a doctor and the police, but he was adamant that he would be signing a death warrant for the entire family. What is happening? He would go on to tell Ruth that he had been kidnapped and tortured. They had bound him with zip ties he asked Ruth to move the car because he didn't want them to know he was back.
0: Uh, 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 uh.
1: Mm-hmm. Ruth would spend the next week nursing Chuck back to health. During that time, he started to hint to Ruth that he was an undercover agent for the Treasury Department of the federal government. What the fuck? Ruth said, quote, He wrote, They took my Treasury identification. That was the first I'd heard of it. Then he told me he had been working for them for about two or three years, and that was it. So to better understand the case, it's important to know that the state of Arizona was a perfect spot for money laundering in the 70s, because it was the only state to allow the blind trust ownership of real estate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which you could probably educate us on more than I can, but...
0: <laughs> Not by a ton. I haven't had to deal with a blind trust, but it right. is a way to hide who owns something, right. who owns real estate. I think it's much more common now. Feel, right. Yeah.
1: So this allowed individual people or groups to buy property without being traced. Right. The only person who would know the identity of the buyer was the escrow agent who handled the deal.
0: What is it going on out there? Excuse me. We got to jet ski a little bit while you read your story. Oh, it's the freaking landscaper. I think they're running some kind of giant machine so sorry guys i'm on a jet ski i'm just gonna jet ski around a little bit while sadie reads the story please forgive I wish me that was
1: true man <laughs>
0: a little fall jet ski around the lake totally have a bikini on
1: so yeah the only person who would know the identity was the escrow agent and let's remember what uh, chuck huh? did he was an escrow agent he was an escrow So this is very handy for those who need to launder money, and Arizona became a hotspot for people involved in organized crime. Mm -hmm. Quote, in the 1970s, the mafia established Arizona as a narcotics pipeline and a haven for money laundering. More than 500 racketeers set up shop there. Before he was kidnapped, Chuck had mentioned to Ruth that money laundering was something that happened in Arizona, but claimed to not be a part of it. Mm-hmm. He also told Ruth that he didn't want to talk about it too much. The less she and their daughters knew, the better.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Despite his claims, reports would later come out that Chuck had been doing escrow work for two alleged organized crime families. the Ned- shit. Yeah. The Ned Warren family and the Joe Bonanno family. Journalist Don Devereux, who investigated Chuck's story, said... Quote, he was around the edges of a couple very large organized crime groups in Arizona at the time. It was very easy to get in over your head. And I suspect that over the years, Mr. Morgan was in that kind of situation. Fuck. He was doing perhaps upwards of a billion dollars of escrow work in bullion and platinum. Wow. These were transactions that only existed on paper. He was a straight businessman that probably got a little too close to the flame. Mm Mm-hmm. After his abduction, Chuck wore a bulletproof vest at all times and wouldn't let his daughters outside by themselves.
0: Wow. God, this is really happening to this guy. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: He even called the school and told them that he was the only one allowed to pick them up. If anyone else tried, the school needed to call him right away. Wow! He also told his father that he had written and hidden a letter which would explain who was responsible if something were to happen to him. Two months passed, and things started to get back to normal-ish for Mm -hmm. the Morgan family. Mm -hmm. But that would all change the day Chuck disappeared again.
0: Oh my god. So they didn't call the FBI or anything, I'm assuming? No. Because he didn't want them to know, like he didn't want the people who were after him to... Wow. Okay. I think he was so
1: convinced that
0: they would all be killed. Right. Yeah. The
1: morning he went missing, Ruth took their kids to school, and Chuck headed into work. He told Ruth that he planned on attending a Masonic meeting that evening.
0: And he's a Mason? Uh, I (laughs) know! Chuck, you are flying too close to the sun, sir! (laughs) No, I feel like I'm in a... what's the... um, Born Identity? Well, that,
1: or the... god, uh, the name, just those books. Matthew
0: Barney? uh, Art installation, but
1: the, the Le- Mona Lisa, God, Da Vinci me. Code. Thank yes, you, which Thank I've
0: never you. read, but I'm going to pretend like I. Know, I mean, because I, gener- you know, everybody knows, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Dan Brown book, big time. Thank you,
1: God. In the late afternoon, he called his office from a downtown payphone and said he would be arriving to work in a half an hour, but Chuck never showed up. Ruth once again reported her husband missing. Nine days passed when Ruth received a strange phone call from an unidentified woman. Mm. The woman said, "Ruthie," and when Ruth said yes, the woman said, quote, "Chuck is all right." Ecclesiastes twelve one through eight.
0: Shut up! No, come on. Yep. No. And then she hung up. No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is this fake? I'm so riveted. (laughs) I don't believe this. I don't know what to believe. It's not. It's so
1: crazy. What the fuck? I know. Part of the passage in the Bible reads, quote, Men are afraid of a high place and of terrors on the road. Remember him before the silver cord is broken and the golden bowl is crushed. Come on. Then the dust will return to the earth as it was and the spirit will return to God who gave it.
0: Great. Now I have to go on a deep dive into Mason TikTok and just I learn know. all about the crazy new world Order symbolism of that. That's going to really screw with my TikTok algorithm. I know.
1: I know. This whole case, man, we got to get to the bottom of it. Big time. Two days later, on June 18th, 1977, Chuck Morgan's body was found.
0: No, Chuck, no.
1: No. He was lying on the ground near his car 40 miles west of Tucson. He had been shot once in the back of the head and had only been dead for 12 hours before his body was found.
0: Ah, oh, I hate that this is real. This is crazy mm-hmm. shit,
1: man. Mm-hmm. Forensic tests would later confirm the wound had been caused by Chuck's own gun, and they found gunpowder residue on his left hand, uh, but Chuck was right handed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He was found wearing his bulletproof vest, a belt buckle that concealed a dagger inside and his gun holster. Damn. The gun was found near his body, but had no fingerprints on it. Of course it didn't. Of course. Yeah. In fact, the entire crime scene had been wiped clean. Authorities found a pair of sunglasses at the crime scene that didn't belong to Chuck, and instructions to the spot that Chuck was found written in his handwriting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: While searching his car, they found it had been altered so that you could unlock it from the fender... From the fender? From the fender, yeah. Okay, from out. So, like, the exterior? exterior. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Just one of those, like, things they found. Right. Inside, they found several weapons, a large amount of ammunition, and several sets of handcuffs. Wow. Disturbingly, they also found one of Chuck's teeth wrapped up in a tissue. No, no. (laughs) Clipped to Chuck's underwear was a $2 bill. Quote, written on the bill were seven Spanish names, beginning with the letters A through G.
0: What is happening?
1: Above them was the notation Ecclesiastes 12, with the verses 1 through 8, marked by arrows drawn on the bill's serial number.
0: What is happening? Is this just a red herring? Is this just... I mean, it's the 70s. How would... I, I... Anyway. It's baffling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, If you remember, these are the same verses that the woman who called Ruth had mentioned. Right. On the back of the bill, the signers of the Declaration of Independence were numbered 1 through 7, and there was a roughly drawn map. The map led to an area between Tucson and Mexico, to the towns of Robles Junction and Solicity, which are Mm. both known for smuggling. Mm Mm-hmm. Looking at all this evidence, authorities made the completely correct and logical conclusion that Chuck had died from suicide.
0: Is that sarcasm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm very on edge over here. I don't know how to feel.
1: No, they said, okay, look at all of this evidence. Oh God, He definitely
0: killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. Many guns wrote these maps, wiped down the crime scene somehow before and after he killed himself, etc. Yeah, shot himself in the back
1: of the head with his left hand, even though he was right-handed.
0: Listen, in defense of the police, this is 2021 and this is still baffling me, let alone 1977. Like, you're Mm -hmm. not going to know what to do with this information. That's not a common occurrence. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'd be like... Took out
1: his tooth. He wrapped
0: it in a tissue. You know, no, this is clear cut. They would have been like drugs, suicide, case closed. Mm -hmm. I can't touch this. This is too much. Yeah.
1: Two days after his death, a woman called the Pima County Sheriff's department and said Chuck had come to meet her at a local motel just before he died. Mm -hmm. She called herself, quote, green eyes. Come on. (laughs) and said that she was the same person who had called Ruth, quoting the Bible passage. Green Eyes said Chuck showed her a briefcase containing thousands of dollars in cash. He told her that the mob had a $90,000 contract out on his life that was escalating at the rate of $5,000 a day. The money he had would buy him out of that contract. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Authorities were able to corroborate her story with CCTV footage showing Chuck with a woman in the days leading up to his death.
0: No way.
1: Yep. They also found records that he had checked into a motel in the days he went missing. Shortly after Morgan's body was found, his impounded car was broken into while in police possession. His office was ransacked a few weeks later. And then two men claiming to be members of the FBI showed up at Chuck's home and told Ruth they needed to conduct a search. This is so terrifying. Yeah. Quote, they opened and closed their identification very fast. They said they wanted to come in and look through the house. They never said what they were looking for. And to this day, I don't even know what they were looking for. Poor Ruth. Ruth, My God. No, the men tore her house apart. Ruth was so upset she didn't write down their names. No one has been able to confirm if the men really were from the FBI. You think that if they were FBI, I'd be like, yeah, yes, we sent somebody to her home,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like they'd still have that's to have the a search trick warrant, in the book. like, like a like right? a FBI man, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, you would assume, but you know, we're quoting Ecclesiastes here, so it's mm-hmm. not. This is not your typical run of the mill. Mm -mm. case as far as i'm concerned
1: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so journalist Don devereux contacted the fbi to get more information on the morgan case quote when i made a freedom of information act request to the fbi they had never heard of mr morgan despite the fact that they obviously opened an investigation
0: no shit Mm
1: -hmm. despite the fact the fbi interviewed mr morgan's attorney They were all over this thing like a blanket for a while, but now they've never heard of the guy. He never existed. No card, no file, no nothing. What
0: is happening?
1: Don believes if Chuck was working undercover, the clues he wrote on the $2 bill might have been an attempt to pass coded messages to the FBI. Quote, I think the $2 bill provided the basis for some kind of code. What seemed to be missing, however, was the document that the $2 bill would unlock. If he was quietly providing assistance to the U.S. government and monitoring the activities of one or more major organized crime families, then he wasn't a villain. He was a good guy, and Mm. they needed to know that. Mm -hmm. So Chuck's attorney did confirm that Chuck had testified in a secret state investigation concerning a bank that did business in both Arizona and Mexico and the bank's former director. No way. Yep. Chuck had been called to testify about internal dealings at the bank that he knew about but wasn't involved in. But no other information about Chuck's potential ties with the government or organized crime have been made publicly available. His cause of death is still suicide, and his case remains closed. No way! Yes. No way. Yeah, no information on who Green Eyes is. Like, they were just like, eh, Weird.
0: Dude, I have been spending far too much time on TikTok, and the Patreon episode we just did was on MK Ultra, and this is blowing my mind! Are we, are we getting weird? <laughs> are we jumping timelines? Like, what is happening? I know, when you are talking about MK Ultra,
1: I was like, oh shit, man, I got hallucinogenic drugs on my throat over here. <laughs> Seriously? Yes.
0: That yes. is tripping me out. Kind of really, for real, tripping me out. I also yeah. just took my glasses off, because they were pressing, I need to put them back on, because now the world is all blurry. <laughs> okay that's better okay but you ready for it to get a little weirder not
1: really no okay well it gets a little weirder great so after an unsolved mysteries aired in february 1990 about the case
0: oh i'm so glad the press got it out there
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I think it's just really unsolved mysteries uh that i could find i mean i could be wrong but at least back in the day
0: yeah, but this was, well, it was so kind of sarcastic, like- but still, I'm also <laughs> am glad. because I was like, hopefully somebody's talking about
1: this. Uh-huh. Just unsolved mysteries. The mm-hmm. um, flood of tips came in helping connect some of the dots. Oh, thank God. This is when we learned about Chuck's connections to mob families. And when it was discovered that Charles had kept a paper trail of his illegal deals. Mm-hmm. A few months after the episode aired on May 14th, 1990, at 11 p.m., 35 year old Doug Johnston left his home in Phoenix to go to his night shift as a computer programmer. Mm-mm. No, come on. An hour later, he was found shot to death in his car in the company parking lot. Fuck you, dude. Police believed Doug had died by suicide, but Doug was shot behind his left ear even though he was right handed, and authorities determined the gun had been more than 12 inches away from his head when he was shot. Oh my God. There was no gunpowder residue found on his hands and there was no gun left at the scene. Despite clear evidence that Doug was murdered, authorities refused to rule his death a homicide. His cause of death was listed as, quote, either self-inflicted or caused by someone else.
0: <laughs> I, love mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I love when things are like I was watching a Loch Ness Monster Um, documentary many years ago and they kept the cliffhanger before every commercial was like, basically it was either the Loch Ness Monster or it wasn't the Loch Ness Monster. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. God. It was either yeah, no. Murder or not murder. We roll it murder or not murder. Mm -hmm. 50 50, 50 chance. Mm -hmm. God. There was no gun at the scene. (sighs) There was no gun at the scene. Don't move to Phoenix and get into banking. Seriously. Death sentence. Yeah.
1: Doug's family and friends were convinced that his death was a homicide. They do not believe he would have died by suicide because he had just finished school and gotten a new job. Mm-hmm. Also, there was no gun at the scene. Mm-hmm. Curiously, the journalist, Don Devereux, who did most of the research for the Unsolved Mysteries episode, had spent and had spent years trying to get to the bottom of the case. Mm-hmm lived across the street from the spot where Doug had been killed. So Doug and Don also lived in similar looking houses and drove similar looking cars.
0: Oh no. Shit. Doug. Yeah, no. Poor Doug. He just
1: got mistaken. Then in 1991, Don was contacted by a writer from Washington DC named Danny Casolaro who was working on a piece about the US government and CIA using a database to spy on foreign governments. I'm, and I'm not going to go I'm I know. scared. I'm not going into details about what that all was. Right. Because it's lengthy and there's a lot complicated. Yeah. yeah. But basically, he was looking into the government, US government's involvement in trying to spy on other governments. Right. Somehow, his research led him to Chuck's death, and Danny asked Don to share the information that he had uncovered about Chuck's money laundering and gold transactions. Don agreed. However, before Don could even mail his research to Danny, Danny was found dead in his hotel bathroom.
0: I'm so scared. No way, man. Mm -hmm. Son of a bitch. I know. Are we going to be okay for doing this episode? No!
1: No. God,
0: (laughs) We're not.
1: His wrist had been slashed 12 times. Some of the cuts went to the bone. Oh my God. Additionally, all of Danny's notes and papers were missing. His death was ruled a suicide, but Don believed that he was murdered.
0: Oh no. Is Don okay? What is going on with (laughs) Don? Don is still okay.
1: Okay. According to Danny's brother, he was very squeamish and afraid of blood. It would seem unlikely that he would choose such a bloody way to die. Yep. I also read I couldn't really substantiate it, but that um they had asked for an autopsy to be done and it wasn't, and then his body was embalmed like right, right away without right. their permission, without right. the family's permission. You know, just yeah, all cover the things. Up. Yeah. yeah. Six months after Danny's death, Don learned from another journalist that there was a hit placed on him and that Doug was mistakenly killed as a result. So, so it was confirmed? Yes, confirmed. that. How? Was trying By to whom? Kill what is that? What? Yep. He also learned that there was apparently other people that wanted him dead. A CIA official and an informant for Israeli intelligence confirmed the death threats to him. How? He just had his connections, I guess. Holy fuck. I know. The deaths of Charles, Doug, and Danny remain unsolved to this day.
0: Luckily, Don is still alive and living in Arizona. How is Don still alive, though? I'm just so <laughs> surprised that they didn't, like, whoops, we really bumbled that one and then just mm-hmm. let it alone, you know? Yeah. And maybe enough time passed. To, I don't
1: know. He stopped. He was like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to look into this anymore. Yeah. Um, I looked on Don's website and he mentions a lot of other things that he's been working on there is not a peep about Charles Morgan
0: no shit yeah
1: wow. so i assume... where did you
0: get what what where did you get this information reddit reddit threads <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of
1: reddit threads i had 4chan. to 4chan? Yeah, right <laughs> um yeah no i there's like newspaper archives and a lot of wow. unsolved mysteries and, and ah, you know. yeah so <laughs> Uh, But what, like, what the heck, you guys? I hate to just sort of leave it there, but there isn't any more. There's nothing recent, like, no new recent developments. No, like, it's hard to get any solid details on a lot of, like, the investigation or lack thereof.
0: I think that the best thing that's ever happened to the world is the early 2000s show Damages. (laughs) Starring... The Queen Goddess Glenn Close uh, and her. the Lesser Queen Goddess Rose Byrne, in which Glenn Close is a defense attorney, or she's a prosecutor. She's a good attorney. She fights the bad guys, the environmental bad guys, at all costs. I feel like that show, like, pulled back the curtain, you know, into mm-hmm. like how things really are. Yes. And, I don't recommend watching Damages in 2021 because it really doesn't hold up. Specifically because they used a lot of weird fucking experimental filters on the (laughs) show that are really jarring (laughs) to the eye. But good Lord, it was so good at the time. And she just kills every dog, kills every boyfriend. Like if you're coming after her and figuring her out, she just does anything Mm -hmm. to manipulate you into not doing it. And so anytime we cover a case like this, this is that's exactly what I think of. Seriously, that's what this is. Yeah, and it makes you feel crazy because it's like, of course, I don't want to sound like a lunatic conspiracy theorist having just covered MKUltra and knowing that conclusively, 100%, like the United States government did some extraordinarily fucked up shit and probably continues, I mean, definitely continues to do so, but mm-hmm. you can't talk about it because you sound so nuts. Right. You know? And also, if I was going to... like conduct something you know if i was gonna hit put a hit out be the person who put the hit out on somebody i'm a bank i'm a world organization i'm a government whatever i'm gonna put a bunch of wacky shit as red herrings you know i'm gonna Mm -hmm. have green eyes call in i'm gonna put ecclesiastes i'm gonna Mm -hmm. like make it seem so cryptic and weird and wacky that It's, you know, there's nowhere to to go. And anybody who comes in contact with it feels nuts and Mm -hmm. spins their wheels and also doesn't want to talk about it for fear of feeling like a lunatic, right? Totally. And if those things are really him trying to communicate with the government or maybe it's Masonic, because if you don't know, go Google for five seconds. And it's very complicated and you'll never understand it if you're me. But, you know, they're all like... Very into secret society sort of cryptic new world order or symbolism. Yeah. Yeah, And like hide clues in their Denver airports or whatever, you know, like it's, (laughs) 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 um, so I, yeah, I don't really want to comment on it because I don't want to sound like a fucking loony Mm towns, you know, I don't want to sound, but I also believe that it's probably true right well i think that most likely he got
1: too close to the mob Mm -hmm. which also or we know that they have ties with the local police and the local politicians and totally you know i think i don't know about maybe the federal government too but you know i definitely think this was a local cover-up for sure for sure and he got into something he couldn't get out of and yep. knew too much, and yep. was working. You know, it sounds like he was willing to testify for the fed- for the government, and yep. they didn't want him talking, and so yep. he got killed. And then Don wouldn't give it up, and so other people had to die too. So that's my guess: is that yeah. it's maybe not like some like overarching federal government cover up, but that for sure, he he got himself into some hot water with both yeah sides Wait. that were tied together.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. way in over his head. Yep. And so nobody like, would... Go ahead. Just nobody would... T- yeah, either nobody would touch it because it's just they are afraid or mm-hmm. in bed or mm-hmm. overwhelmed by what they found yep. on and on and on. Yeah, and I think he he met with
1: whoever, you know, whoever had the hit out on him to give them the cash. Yep. And they killed him anyway. They took Well, they were like,
0: left. we're so far beyond... A payoff bro mm-hmm. like you know too much mm-hmm. you've got to go thanks for the big giant suitcase full of cash however we'll take this yeah and then a yeah.
1: detective mob guy was like ah yeah suicide okay bye
0: Like case closed <laughs> yeah no exactly and we talked oh many episodes ago or maybe it was a patreon about the perfect crime and i think this is it i think this is the perfect crime where mm-hmm. Even if there wasn't involvement from other authorities and organizations, which I'm 99% sure there probably was, just make it crazy. Just t- mm-hmm. just, just bring it all, the- throw in everything but the kitchen sink, yep. you know, make it m- Masonic. I just go for it, mm-hmm. man. Put some Masonic symbols in there. Put some hallucinogenic throat coating in there. Mm-hmm whatever you can f- fucking think of to make it seem so far-fetched and so outlandish and then like vaguely suicidal you're good to go yep. you know no one's ever gonna go- take it on unless you're a unsolved mysteries investigator <laughs> <laughs> totally. 30 years later or whatever right <laughs> yep. dang it i know, Ugh. I know. <sighs> so, well that's what you think everybody definitely tell us what you think and also very sorry this is like a simultaneously perfect fall um material and also like too much you know like it's raining outside it's gloomy the leaves are falling and we're talking about like Crazy. new world order yeah. government cover-up i don't know it's very intense and yes. i love it i love it I know
1: it's definitely one of those that the the victims get lost in the craziness of the story. You know, like who they were, and uh, Chuck seems like the pictures of him. He's just a dude, like an escrow guy, right? Late thirties, you know, like just a guy, yeah, yes. doing his stuff, like good at numbers or whatever. I don't, you know, and, right? And then just gets caught up in a terrible situation.
0: Well, and here I am thinking, like, what if we are going to get caught up in a weird situation? <laughs> you know, like it's yeah, out of our control. Like it's totally out of our control. We've well, just I think
1: that we just have to promise right now not to look into it anymore.
0: <laughs> yes, I don't want to fly that close to the sun. I can't no. do it. I got to get no. off TikTok because my algorithm is too little too. It's mm-hmm. questionable. I'm not really going to get off TikTok because. Okay, real quick, guys. Here's a really good tip to help you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I've been testing it for three nights. Laura tested it last night. I just told Sadie about it. It really has really actually worked. Or maybe I'm just having a good run of sleep. I'll keep you updated. But um, basically, just relax every muscle in your face, it, You know, your mouth, your eye sockets, your tongue, everything, your neck, all your head. Just get super relaxed. And then... It also says to lay on your back, which I have actually done frequently to go back to sleep. For whatever reason, laying on my back really helps me. But the big thing, the key is you wake up, you know, this is for when I'm waking up and I'm trying to go back to sleep. Just start thinking, don't think, don't think, don't think over and over again. It fucking lights out nighty night every time. I'm so excited to try it. I really hope it works for you and I can't wait to find out if it does. I have a big... Yeah, I have a big video shoot coming up this week, and i it's really hard for me to sleep the night before a shoot for a million reasons, and so that'll be the ultimate test. Yeah. If, if that technique works the night before a shoot, when I just have, like, it's impossible to sleep.
1: God, it's really raining over there. Yeah, day.
0: well-timed rain. Well-timed. Seriously. So, we're front-loading this episode because of aforementioned video shoot next week so i don't have a ton of names so i'll save that for next time that's all right sorry for all of you who are only here for the names uh
1: (laughs) what if we have like skippers that skip the murder story for the names portion
0: (laughs) that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping there's just like a tiny little subset of you that just come to hear funny names every week
1: yeah Um, i do i have heard from a few like friends of mine that can't handle murder stories but they do like the banter they like to like catch up on me I have too yeah yeah yes. like Ryan listens to the banter sometimes uh and I've had other friends to do the same so I think there are people that actually skip the murder stories just to hear the end I love
0: that <laughs> I love that I've had friends say that about my favorite murder I feel like you said that about my favorite murder oh for sure listen, listen to the banner and then just cut it off at the death part yeah, yeah or it just
1: depends on if you know, like this if it was a story I hadn't heard or if it wasn't that interesting then I right. got what I needed but I think there's right. yeah plenty of people that come to
0: Murder Podcasts for the friendship. (laughs) (laughs) We're an interesting bunch. Um, In lieu of names, I want to tell you about something that was a massive breakthrough for me, and we'll just call this episode Woo Woo Out There. I'm so sorry. It's all a bunch of weird shit this episode, but um, I, it's very funny because if you haven't watched White Lotus, or if you have watched White Lotus, there's a scene where... Connie Britton plays a mom and she's on vacation with her daughter and her daughter's friend and her family. She busts in on her daughter and her daughter's friend in the hotel room. And the daughter says, mom, you can't do that. And I'm paraphrasing. And the mom says, why not? And she says, because Paula, her friend is a highly sensitive person. And Connie Britton's character says, that's not a thing. And it's such a brilliant line. It's so fucking funny. I've, like, talked about it with multiple people because it's just, so, it, like, encompasses the generational differences mm-hmm. and modern times and, you know, mental health TikTok and all of it so well. So fast forward <laughs> to, like, this Saturday. I have some sensory issues. I've always had, it's part of the reason I'm vegetarian. Like, I can't wear tight clothes. You know, there's just things about me that, um, are slightly off, you know, <laughs> and... No, it's not,
1: you're just, you're sensitive. You have noises, like mouth yes. noises. So. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Like, I, I, just a lot of things annoy me or, um... Make me very uncomfortable. So I've taken every like autism, and I'm watching like autism TikTok, and I'm like, I'm really relating to these things. You know, like there's so many mm-hmm. things, and I'm like, but I, t- I retake the spectrum tests, I've taken OCD tests, ADHD tests, but I'm and like nothing's really fit. Fast forward to highly sensitive person TikTok. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I took the test. If you rate over 14, you're a highly sensitive person. I got a fucking 24. I found, like, I t- texted our friend Sarah, who's like, dude, I told you about this, like, 15 years ago. I printed out a thing. I left it at your house. You completely fucking ignored me. Yes, I am a highly sensitive person. You're a highly sensitive person. Sadie's kind of a highly no, sensitive person. No, I don't person. think I was at all. I got, like, an yeah. 8, right? No, that was my wife. She oh. got an 8. You Did I got get a, like a 12? A, I think you got a 12, okay. yeah. But... Anyway, I'm bringing this up. It's very common um, and it's, you know, it doesn't change much, but it really just, it was a moment of like, okay, thank God. And I need to get into, I haven't spent enough time reading about like the actual science of it, but it is just essentially like from what I've briefly read, like a slightly overreactive frontal cortex. And so, um the nice thing about being a highly sensitive person is that you have a kind of deep, rich inner life. You're very creative. You make deep connections with people, um, but you can't. You just get overstimulated. You get overtired. Um, things, you know, your brain just takes in a little bit more. Like it doesn't really shut off the tap like other brains do. It's totally genetic. It's not a trauma response. Blah blah blah. So. If you think you might be a highly sensitive person, (laughs) which is like the worst possible name for it too. I told another friend who is definitely a highly sensitive person. And she's like, oh my God, my therapist brought that up recently. And I ignored it because I thought it wasn't a thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Indigo Child. It's such a like, you know, but it's been very, very helpful to read more about it and just kind of understand oh, that's why I really have this deep need to lay in bed for a very long time in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like it's good for my brain. My brain really appreciates these certain things that I can do for it to help it be more comfortable. And it makes me feel a little bit less like... Um, uh, uh, what's the word? Like apologetic right. for how, how I react to things. Right. You know? Not like
1: shame, but like yeah uh, yeah there's that part that like just knowing you my whole life that you you don't like that you're that way but you can't control it right precisely yeah this gives you some perspective that you just really can't help it's nothing there's nothing wrong with you it's just the way your brain works
0: yeah it's like a a minor neurodivergence which is actually also really kind of awesome Mm -hmm. you know when you read about the positive aspects of having this higher sensitivity it's it creates a lot of like really beautiful parts of your life too but then it can make you feel really uncomfortable all the time but it's okay i just now like i went on a shoot yesterday and i brought two coats like old courtney wouldn't bring two coats she'd just be cold as fuck and uncomfortable the whole time <laughs> new courtney was just like piling on coats and happy as a fucking clam you know it's yeah. like accommodate for yourself and then just tell everybody on set you're a highly sensitive person which i did and joked about it and we all laughed about it and then i was comfortable all day you know right Have you heard
1: about the loop ear plugs?
0: No, tell me everything.
1: Yeah, I got all of us everything. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, that's one of those things that goes around on TikTok. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But they just turn the decibels down, and so if you're really triggered by sound, or like you know, I think all parents, but I know for Ryan, he's really triggered by the boys. Like screaming and playing really loud, which of course you do all the time, it super triggers him. Yeah, Um, and so I got him a pair, and I don't know how much he's been using them, but he has used them a few times, and I think it helps. But yeah, he can still hear and have conversation. You have to get used to being able to hear yourself. Talk, talking uh-huh um which i think we get used to with our headphones on but definitely you know it really turns that volume down so if you're in a place where people are eating chips or crunching ice you can put your wow your loop earbuds in and i'll get you some for christmas they're, and awesome. they're really pretty you can get them in like different colors and stuff
0: <laughs> see this shit's awesome it's yeah. awesome
1: well i think it's just nice to know that you know like i was thinking about ryan and and i just know that he's triggered by that and they're we don't want to make our kids not play precisely Uh, yeah so what can we do so
0: that they're happy and playing and he isn't like right gonna lose his mind right well and also like if you're a little bit weird about something and you want to accommodate for that Mm -hmm. in publicly around other people you know give yourself the space to do it or you know Take your. I also canceled a plan because I felt like shit because I got my COVID booster and it made me feel really, really sick. And I've been like extending these plans, kicking these fucking plans down the road with a really good friend for a long time. And I just was like, I cannot cancel this plan. I did, I canceled the plan. I needed to not do that. I felt like shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, ugh, go figure. But, you know, I I was so glad that I did. I was able to recharge. I was able to feel better. I also have a shoot coming up. You know, I'm just like, I need to make better space for myself. We all do. Mm -hmm. Sadie's been doing it via fucking, they will pilling. She got her Mm -hmm. Lexapro. She got her Peloton. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, and you know, we're not an ad for Peloton, but that shit fucking works. Mm -hmm. I cannot recommend it enough. You know, Sadie will, also echo this sentiment but i've never worked you... out as much or as hard in my whole life and i've done right? some like yeah
1: like in-person classes and stuff but no i am so motivated it's kind of crazy it's crazy and i'm like it's Let me, i'm gonna i'm gonna bust my personal record out of the water it's really not
0: my personality normally (laughs) not at all and i'm a biker i'm an avid biker in the summer i bike every day almost i bike 10 miles a day i love the bike sadie's not Not been a biker at all she actually was like very hesitant to get the peloton because it's not her but you know it's not built for her booty right meanwhile she's blowing my fucking outputs right out of the water it's not are definitely not a competition it's very positive like she and i yeah. talk about peloton all day every day like oh cody said the funniest thing in class today you know like if you have a peloton you know what we're talking about but meanwhile she's like texting me i just did a 45 minute ride i haven't come close to doing a 45 minute ride so fucking proud of her, you oh, for thanks. doing that yeah i couldn't feel
1: my toes or my butt or my pelvic floor at all afterwards but <laughs> i did it <laughs>
0: so yeah whatever whatever people are really suffering right now there's something definitely like in this autumnal time that i'm feeling like very intense energy i have some friends going through a lot of really intense mental health stuff right now so this is the sign as Mm -hmm. they say on tiktok if you're hearing this take the space for yourself to do what you need to be happier in this life it's short and you'd fucking deserve it yep one of my other favorite things that i've
1: started thinking about is how things like uh, a dirty house or like a messy house, um, not doing the things that you're in supposed to do. None of that's like morally uh, important. Yeah. It just, there's no moral yeah. value to it. It's not, if your house is messy, that doesn't make you good or bad. Yep. You know, resting, you need to rest. You need to yes. take care of yourself. You need to do things that you enjoy and you need to put that stuff first before totally. you do the things that don't matter as much. And when you do that, then you'll create more energy and time and space for you to do the things that need to get done eventually. But that, to me, like, taking the moral connection out of that has really helped me be like, oh, I'm not a bad person because I have leaves in my yard or whatever, you know, that we're told. Yeah, Yeah. so... (laughs)
0: Totally. Really... I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a bad friend because I need to not hang out with my friend exactly. today. And that, you know, that my brain tells me I am. I, right. My brain tells me I'm a terrible person and I'm like mm-hmm. devastating this person, you right. know. And she, When they were probably like, happy to stay home too. She didn't give a shit. She's <laughs> no. like, no prob. Heard the booster was a bitch, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. of course. Um, no, that's a very good point. And mm-hmm. I think also, you know, for the people around you, your children, your spouse, your friends, um, especially kids, I'm imagining. It's like I always think about it in dog terms, of course. because I'm not a fucking parent, and I'm an annoying person that does that. But you know, if you are if you're anxious and angry and frustrated, your your little people are picking that up. Oh, you know, yes. You're not doing them a favor by giving them all of your energy and all of your time and all of your focus. No, you're actually, doing them a disservice because they want you to model positive energy. Mm-hmm. They want you to be happy. Yes. You're happy. They're fucking happy. Right. Even if they have all of your attention, you're giving it to them negatively. You know, mm-hmm. that's not um, a healthy fucking cycle for anybody to be in. So yeah. good point about, well, putting, about prioritizing
1: all of that. Totally. Before I really started working on myself, um, I gave my kids all of my time and energy and I was yep. just completely miserable, like yeah, depressed, and hated my life and wanted to escape and couldn't enjoy yep. my children. And uh, but I thought I was doing the right thing, right? right. Like the thing I was supposed to do. Yep. And then as soon as I started to go to therapy and like learn about self, actual self care, and what that meant for me, uh, it's changed everything. And then really getting on the Lexapro, and yeah, uh, I am just like, oh my God, I'm so ha- much happier. I'm such a better mom. Yep. our Your house kids are is happier calm. too. Oh, I mean, time.
0: there's a, a lot of changes have occurred, but yes, big you time. know the boys are so chill and yes, well adjusted. Yep. Well, and after correctly. my seven year old got his COVID
1: booster or his COVID shot, he's not getting boosted. He got his first <laughs> shot um, the other day, and it was really scary for him. And we got through it in a really good, positive way um, because I was calm and I was like, whatever, we'll just get through it. And I let him feel his feelings and. Later that yep. night, I was putting him to bed, and for the first time, maybe ever, and definitely for the first time in a very long time, he said, ugh, I'm probably going to cry about it, but he mm-hmm. he looked at me and he said, Mom, you're a really good mom. Oh, my
0: God. And
1: uh, he said, you know, I love you. And I said, oh, God, buddy, I love you, too. And that's big for us, because he really, you know, he, as the oldest yep. child, has suffered through my <laughs> mental health stuff. Uh, yep. And the fact that I can be the person he needs me to be
0: right now is yep. really, is really awesome. So it's super awesome. Well, I could tell too, cause he had Sadie call me after he got a shot to like tell me all about it. And I could tell that he was really proud of himself. Really proud of himself. Yeah. That was yeah. a big deal yeah. that he wanted to do that. And we, you and I haven't actually talked about that after the fact, but I yeah. could tell that he normally COVID stuff is like sends him to an absolute fucking frenzy. Mm-hmm. And it's not okay with him. Right. Um, so I could tell that he was like pumped about yeah. it. <laughs> like, and we both were. It was really, really good for us. to like. <laughs> and then he had me mark on our
1: calendar that we keep on our fridge when his next shot is. And cute. even this morning, he was like, mom, I'm really excited about my COVID shot. My next COVID oh my shot. And I was like, yeah, it's man. so good, buddy. <laughs> Meanwhile, so good. my four-year-old is crying because he can't get his yet. And he loves shots right now. So
0: who knows? <laughs> that little harbinger of darkness <laughs> No. <laughs> let me feel the pain mom oh my yeah. god anyway well now that we've solved yeah. all the world's problems yeah um should we do some shouty outies i brought my tarot deck you Yay! guys good because we got quite a few so i'm excited i am excited too i picked my favorite deck and shuffle it, it up it in it's little scarfy Ooh, i haven't done this in a while Oh, those are just popping right out, so I'm going to take them out. Okay. Good. You ready?
1: Yes. Thank you so
0: much to Lindsay D. Okay, Lindsay D. Yep. Ooh, you're the hierophant. Whoa. You're a crow sitting on a key in front of a lightning bolt. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I do. I wish you could see how beautiful this is. Uh, okay, let's this? Lindsay D. It's saying to me. I didn't bring my book. I So here's the thing about me and tarot. I can't actually, I don't I don't interpret the cards. I just, like, they tell me what to pull. So this is a shot in the dark, Lindsay D, but you hold the key to your destiny, baby. You know what you got to do, and you got all the fucking power to do it. So get out there and
1: be get the done. crow.
0: Crows are smart. Crows are loyal. Crows are... Uh, like very powerful, very tough. They rule no. the neighborhood. You got this, Lindsay. Get out there and do it. You hold the key. Yep, lightning bolt. The the crowing. If you're a Schitt's Creek fan, <laughs> channel that energy. Channel Moira Rose in the crowing. Uh, Who's next? They got their ready card ready. So much to Kim C. Kim C. Oh, baby, you are strength. You are a lion holding a rose in your mouth oh with God. an infinity symbol on your forehead. What? That's a yes. good one. Yes. So I don't know if I even need to interpret that no. for you. You're literally i literally pulled the strength card for you. Mm-hmm. Strength, You're a fucking lion holding forever. Yes. Done. Good. I'm k- proud of you. I know. Maybe
1: okay, how how can we send people their pictures or something? Yeah, if you
0: want them, just to t- just uh, message us. Message us. I'll hold yeah. these aside for a few days. So if you want to see the photos, uh, yes, they're gorgeous. I love this deck so much. All right, I'm shuffling again. Right. I'm shuffling. Okay, who's next? All right, this is Shelby M. Okay, Shelby M. Whoa! I don't even really know how to describe this one. I, you're the Four of Wands. Uh, it is a diamond pattern with a diamond of sticks, of wands, and in the center of that diamond is an eye. Mm. So this feels very like um, inner wisdom, like very third eye-y. So like you're tapping into something, like there's a, a very vibratory sort of feeling. You're vibing, you're maybe you're pulling up something that you need a wisdom that you like are drawing on this wisdom and it's like uh it's vast and it's vibrating and it is like you're sending it out to other people but it's really for you right does that make sense you tell me yeah it's cool like one.
1: she knows what she needs to do or what she needs in general yeah trust it go with it
0: yeah, it's mm-hmm. like there's a, there's a, it's a revealing kind of a feeling. Like it's, like the vision is coming through and it's also being illuminated and like yes. focused it on at the same Ooh, time. Oh, you know what? So. I want
1: you to, let's go, show me your cards. Courtney oh, and I yeah. can look at each other. We can see each other. We always we turn just the don't... cameras
0: off. Oh, okay. that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Here's the, here's that one. Here's four of wands. Oh man.
1: That's cool. Right? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's like. Kind of witchy in a very cool way. Yeah, it feels.
0: Doesn't it feel like a yeah, yeah, cosmic and very Mm -hmm. focused at the same time. Cool, that's cool. Okay, check out the lion. Come on, sorry. Uh,
1: Oh man, yeah, it's like a badass lion too, not like a cheesy lion.
0: Yeah, it's like a soft, romantic badass. Mm -hmm. Like just everything. This lion is all of the world. And then look at this one. Oh god, these are the crow holding the key. Mm -hmm. Yes, love it okay all right ready we're caught up Sadie and i are caught up
1: <laughs> uh thank you so whoa. much
0: to amy m I'm kind of shot out but it was okay 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 cards amy m whoa judgment whoo okay you are you are um it's a dove like with its wings expanded over what looks like sort of a dark forest full of bats or blackbirds. Look at this. Whoa. So it feels like a lot is coming at you. A Mm -hmm. lot of dark, intense, aggressive energy, and you are just risen above it with your arms outstretched, peaceful as a motherfucker and powerful as a son of a bitch. Yeah, man. Like you got this. You got this. You're fine. Yep. Haters Dude, gonna cool. hate. We really You're need fine. to figure out how to put the pictures up. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> okay, who's next? This one's upside down, which means that this one needs to be um, amplified. When the cards come to be upside down, it always means, like, pay extra close attention. Yes. So, who we got? All right. This is a, our,
1: one of our Australian patrons. Great. Aren't they all? Mm-hmm. We love you, Australia. Yes, we do.
0: Thank you so much to
1: Sucha C.,
0: Sucha. Okay. Um, it, this is the lovers. It's two geese flying in a big, bright, mm. powerful, ever-extending sort of... Basically, it's all about the lovers. Companionship, partnership. And it was upside down. Yep. So there is a relationship. <gasps> it's a powerful relationship, and you need to pay attention to it. Yes. it could be romantic yeah it could be romantic it could be professional it could be a best friend it could be a sister you know parent there's a very important relationship in your life right now that's right they they, Mm -hmm. they probably don't have canadian geese in australia australia do they make it that far those little bitches (laughs) flap their little wings are they over there biting you chasing Uh you around when you're three years old pooping everywhere um, I have a very triggering
1: relationship with geese. <laughs> Tell us. I really want to, i look it up. Where do Canadian geese, do
0: they go to Australia? <laughs> no,
1: no. uh,
0: I got another upside down one. So okay, well, well this next. is, uh,
1: thank you so much to
0: Bria B. Bria B, Bria B, Bria B. Bria B, you are the hermit. Oh. This was upside down. This is adorable. Okay, this is a tortoise peeking out of his shell with a lantern on top of his shell. Oh my God. So uh, this That card talks to me,
1: man. Yes. <laughs>
0: this is the Sadiac card incarnate. <laughs> this is so Sadiac. If I've ever seen one, look at this gentle, sweet, mm-hmm. kind, comfortable, perfectly protected, but still brilliantly illuminated individual. Yes. I think this one also like perfectly sums up what Sadie and I were just talking yes. about. Like, you can be this magnificent, ancient, perfect creature, and still protect yourself, and mm-hmm. still be illuminated to mm-hmm. the world. You get to be whatever you need to be for yourself. Yep. So definitely putting yourself first. Put yourself first. Your light is still shining bright. You don't yep. need to worry about it, baby. You got this. You got it. Do I love? That this. made me I kind of emotional. All day, I know. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that would be kind of emotional. Seriously, but this we... one's also upside
1: down. Okay. Oh, man. If you guys if you've already had your shout out and you want us to Oh do wait this no this is right setups I'm sorry.
0: Yeah oh, go ahead Sadie go ahead.
1: Oh just that if there's other people that want
0: a card. Oh yeah. Yeah you yes. can
1: post it on our Patreon feed. Happily. All right.
0: Thank you so much to Eve M. Okay, Eve M. I said this was upside down, but it's I was incorrect. Uh this is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pentacles. Um, This is a very beautiful card. It's uh, nine pentacles surrounded by a diamond of feathers (laughs) with a gorgeous, like, sunset sort of background behind it. Pentacles generally mean wealth and prosperity, and this feels very – it's just a very beautiful card. It's just very aesthetically pleasing and feels like – the ultimate in everything's gonna be fucking cool man mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you like, know
1: yes you're you're per- there's some protection feeling in there yes like, whether it's your wealth will
0: be protected or like kept together yeah.
1: and whole yeah sort of feeling
0: but it also mm-hmm. feels very serene um like these are feathers yeah which you know, birds take flight. They're powerful creatures, but they're also, you know, their feathers individually are very soft, and so it feels like, um, like you can just chill, babe. Mm-hmm. This, everything's gonna be okay. You just get to chill.
1: Yep, like a comfy nest.
0: Yeah, just but also enjoy your riches because they're on their way. That's right. Or they're or they're here, and then you can fly around wherever you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> And also, you're probably hot because it is a really beautiful, aesthetically <laughs> so, very pleasing card. Totally hot. <laughs> so, bonus. Yes. Bonus card. Okay, got another one here. All right, we've got two more. Thank you so much Kay. to Nicole G. Well, Nicole G, apparently you're fucking badass. He's full of every genius of the world, all the wisdom that you could possibly possess because I chose the father of swords and it's an owl perched on a rainbow sword. Whoa. You get out of town with this card. Holy shit. I think this is an much like the lion holding a rose in its mouth with an infinity symbol on its forehead. I don't know that I need yeah. to interpret an owl perched on a rainbow Rainbows. sword. That owl it's, is going to stab somebody though, like in a good way. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's it's wise. It's uh still, mm-hmm. so it's like grounded in its um power. Yep but it's also still very celebratory, very, um, like enigmatic. I mean, you just have some shit going on, baby. Yeah, you are your wisdom, your strength. You are also like infinity. And anytime I see the rainbow, I just think of like infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what being queer means is just like endless sort of self exploration and identification. And you don't, You don't need shit. You got you got everything you need and then some and you can also tell us um like our futures. So thanks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. Last but not least, this is a Canadian listener. Do they have Canadian geese in Canada? I do not know. (laughs) I do not know. All right. Maybe she can tell us. Thank you so much to Emma A.
0: Okay, this card is woo. Sometimes they're like zing, 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 zing. This one is like popping out, jumping around, literally like I just fallen, fumbled it. Yes. Yeah, um, it's upside down. Okay, damn girl, I you're gonna have to definitely chime in and tell us what the fuck this <laughs> means because the card is justice. Uh-oh. It was upside down. It is two cats. With their tails, one is black, one is white. So we got yin and yang. Uh-huh. Their tails are crossing. They are given a sassy ass, shitty look over their shoulders. Oh. And in between them is a n is a opposite yin and yang colored diamond. Aren't you so excited? I haven't shown Sadie yes, this card yet. I cannot and believe. coming down between them is a sword. <laughs> Jesus.
1: What? That is the I've never but they're seen They're not this looking card at each before. other. They are looking no, at No, they're looking
0: directly into the camera. Ew, I just got chills. Right? This is... I've never pulled this card before, ever. Ever. I've never seen this card. This is a very powerful card. It is almost, like, uncomfortable to hold it, I'm being completely honest, because the energy is so powerful. Uh Like, baby girl, boy, them... Well, you... Dang it. (laughs) I... Like... Whatever energy you are harnessed and throwing, it is hot sexy power house all like yin and yang the good the bad in com- complete harmony but also i would say be careful a little yeah. bit because there is a an edge to this card but in a good way yeah so i think that wherever you are is perfectly in balance but you got to hold back a little bit of that power wield it um, responsibly Seriously. would be my Ooh. because you have it, you hold it, and it could go, it could, could be very, very, very good or very, very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Don't anyway, you think? I can't
1: wait. So, I think what you need to do now is take a picture, like maybe just a group shot if you can, or a couple. Yeah. And then when we air this episode, we'll post on Patreon we can post the picture yeah. so that people and maybe can on, go look.
0: Maybe on Instagram too, yeah. just because it's pretty fucking cool. It's so yeah, cool. yeah. So I know. Go
1: find your picture. Tell us what insights you get from them
0: yes oh please do i've never given a blind reading i've never given a reading for someone i didn't know so this is a big deal okay pull me a card real quick and then we'll go okay Ooh, yay okay one more and i have five percent so then we gotta okay go okay Ooh, upside down oh my god you're gonna cry this see when i read for other people it makes me want to (laughs) cry just because it's. i love this this deck so much too look at this shit
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God! I'm
0: totally crying. It's a, it's a baby. Ugh, I'm making me cry. It's a, it's a Ace of Wands. It's the beginning. It's mm-hmm. this is the beginning. It's a baby branch with what it looks like, um, maybe a dogwood blossoms, like the cottonwood blossoms, and then this powerful burst of red, yellow and orange oh, light coming it's so out beautiful. In every direction, it feels so hopeful and so beautiful mm-hmm. and so perfect. It's perfect. Yep, that's exactly where I am right now. Right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pull in for myself okay. and then we really have to go cuz my computer's <laughs> going to die. Okay. Oh, cool. And it's upside down. <gasps> i'm the mother of swords yes you are yes yes you are oh my god oh that's it's like so a snow good. owl a snow owl perched oh, a on a dagger. black sword <laughs> on a dagger
1: i mean that is like courtney act right there that owl is gonna fuck you up in a very <laughs> was, sweet fluffy sort of way <laughs> yeah
0: she's also like i got you baby uh-huh. i got you god that's you cool you need me to wield this dagger i will otherwise i'm just gonna sit think her here. My thoughts uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I love it god your card though <laughs> jesus go get this tattoo look seriously him. i really should Ugh, it's making me i'm like shaky now all right okay that's it you guys that's it you can and find these places <laughs> you definitely should come over to our instagram if you want to yes. see these tarot cards are pulled uh you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at they will kill you can go to our website they will you can email us at they will at gmail.com great review subscribe please please do we very much love it
1: thank you aj bergans for our music thank you very much um
0: and remember all of the things
1: we already said yeah
0: (laughs) we covered it (laughs) prioritize your comfort your health your mental health your needs and happiness you deserve it and um we love you oh my god my card smells so good I don't know what kind of hippie ass fucking resins Potpourri. and salves I keep in there, but yeah. Mm. God, I love this deck. Ooh, I'm giving a little hug. Love you guys love so you much. Guys. See you giving later. you a little hug and a little little smooch. Yes, we love you guys. We love you. Goodbye. 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 Bye.